topic today or the prompt is worry and I want to form it or shape it so I can get good help from the two of you so until moving here and even in my first couple of years of being here I I never remember experiencing worry that it it's a it was foreign to me I didn't experience that emotion or sensation or whatever it is that that causes people to worry and everything for me was we'll do this for example moving to Spain and quitting our jobs and all that there was not an ounce of worry it was all confidence mm. and all everything it'll be everything will be all right because it's always what it is so so it'll be what it is and so I didn't I didn't have a chip in me that caused worry Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some things happened in the winter of 2019 with our finances and, and Elena's mm-hmm. mental and emotional health was, was at stake. And she was worrying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like worrying times tr- a trillion, right? Yeah. And, and I would be standing her, listening to her, you know, worry. And I would say, everything's going to be all right. It's just money. We're in the best place in the world. You know, I was no help whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I saw her condition worsen, mm. then I began to worry. Mm-hmm. And I live among people and her family is our worriers. I've known this for 13 years. <laughs> And, and she's a worrier. She's raised by worriers. And this village is a worrier. It's a place where people worry, right? Yeah. And that is a predominant emotion among my neighbors. Worry. I don't think the car sounds right. Or worrying about the cows or worrying, you know, about whatever they worry about. Everything's a worry. You know, somebody's going to break into your pasture and steal your animals, you know, like that yeah. kind of perspective on things. Mm-hmm. So, as I've encountered more worries <laughs> and become really enveloped in them, and now I, I could consider myself a worrier. <laughs> and it's interesting to have the juxtaposition between having very fresh memories of a person who never worried, it was an emotion I didn't know, to one that where I have worries now. And, and so they're in, in, in a sharp relief, you know, because it's new to me. So... So tell me, what is worry? What is this thing we label worry? Mr. Baines? Well. you have anything on this? I think, Jasmine, are you a worrier? Oh, my God, yeah. I'm an incredible worrier. I can worry about all sorts of things. I think it's been sort of, um, like, interestingly, you say, from the family. From Elaine, and I, th- I think, yeah, I, I've been a worrier about this and that and everything. And, you know, I was thinking the um, worry, you know, normally we say, oh, yeah, don't worry, don't worry, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay. And then I, I, was, I was just trying to look at the other, you know, just to try and switch it around, and it's like, 
Well, worry, maybe that's your brain pointing to areas where it needs some, some action. Um, like, uh, you know, um, well, Jim's battling the forest fires. So, I mean, there's, but, but then there's also a side of worry, which is just useless. So, um, like I, I've mentioned a few times, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, a mortgage deal and, you know, and it's, it's sort of not quite life or death, but it's like if, if it goes through, then I, I have some money to fight another day. And if it doesn't, then I get to look for some more. But then, then sometimes I just worry about what if this happens? What if that happens? What if this doesn't go through? What if that? And then, and then it goes through and then I think, Oh my God, why the hell did I worry? And, and, and then that's the um, negative aspect of worry where, you, where you're just incessantly driving, the, the worry is just driving the thoughts and driving the thoughts. And then at the end of it, when you come out the other, geez, why the hell was I so worried? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what, I, that's what I want to find out. <laughs> Please help me. Well, you know, just to step in here now, the thing I think, like you mentioned earlier about it being an emotion and worrying, I think that sense of sadness or stuff that comes when you worry too much is, but worrying really, I think, is a mental thing that when it, in, in the best sense, it's me worrying about the forest fire me going through the garden, worrying about all my plants. And, but it's not, I'm not hysterical. I'm just... It's not debilitating. I'm, I'm worrying in a sense I don't want them to die. Minor little, I don't want them to die or get maimed or uh, hurt. So it's got a little emotion on it, right? But it's mostly just looking for problems. Mm -hmm. And I mean... I think if a worry is a real, there's a real problem there, it's great. Go nuts. Go nuts, right? It's not paranoid. But if you, it's... Uh, what if you if, look for problems? If you look for a reason, I had a friend who used to buy shirts. I go with him when he bought downtown buying shirts. He'd look around a whole bunch at, uh, you know, he'd buy one and then he'd go look at other ones that he wished he would have bought. Mm -hmm. you get yeah. that okay yeah yeah very good watch this i go like hey man that's kind of hurtful isn't it you know i mean like you know i mean you know but that's what people do that's when it becomes self-flagellation and like dog worrying a bone kind of that thing or gnaw, gnawing the gnawing quality of <laughs> paranoia so you see i i do understand a little bit about this <laughs> No, the guys, the guy that uh, bought shirts is a great example. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's it's um, I I think what I dislike about worry, since you know it's my new friend, um, is that it steals a lot of energy that used to go other places. So instead yeah. of like, for example, I have this habit for most of my adult life of sitting, often at night. Just sitting, thinking. But before I met worry, my thoughts were soaring. 
into possibilities and and mm -hmm. playing with ethereal things very positive sort of almost um fairy tale uh ponderings holding something and studying it and just having this energy and then when i met worry i sit in a chair at night almost every night for maybe i plop down for half hour and just sit there and think but now my thoughts are worry thoughts instead of like future possibility thoughts and you know, moving pieces around the board and what happens if i do this being creative in a, in, a, in a sense and now don't there's there's preoccupations and don't forget that this, the environment the world environment right now ah. is whacked <laughs> yeah. well wow. if you to tell so, jimmy Concerned about that is not good. You've got to be concerned about whacked. Well, it's interesting because I wondered in my ponderings, like, why am I worried? Right? I thought, well, there was the financial stuff and Elena's, you know, health. And right as we were sort of, not truly, but there was a beginning to move to clean up that world, that, that mess that, that happened. Mm -hmm. Then COVID hit. So, and then... Uh, and then, you know, we had this bright idea of getting animals and, you know, having a barn rebuilt. And so there were, um, there ha so I had to f try and forgive myself a little bit because I have not just been thrust into a, a community, a small community that, that favors worry, but also events in our lives and world events that, that also maybe drummed up something in me that I didn't know I had. No? What do you think? Yeah. Did you worry Sorry, Sorry. Did you worry before? No. When when COVID hit, I was super excited because I was in the best place in the world. You're right? in your life. Yeah, I'm on the top of a mountain with eleven neighbors, of which four are children. It was like you know, it was like the best place to sit and watch the unfortunate TV show. What I meant was <laughs> life. Earlier in your life, have you been a worrier? Never. 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 Wow. I, I've had this chip, this program that runs in me that's basically like it's it's uh, I'm me and it's not it's not gonna happen to me. Like wow. even when something happened, I just figured, you know, I was what you two were talking about before, if I felt something like a stone in my shoe, whatever figuratively that might be at the moment, you take you take the shoe off and you pull the stone out and then you put the shoe back on and everything's okay. You know, instead of worrying, what is that stone and what's its significance and what does it, you know, why am I getting a stone now? You know, um, just take it out and move on. And even if I had um, financial issues when I was young, young, young adult, money was always, t I just knew I was going to get through it and that there was no point in, in worrying about what was going to happen because it was just going to happen. So why worry about it? What's going to happen is going to happen. There's no point in thinking about it. It's just going to happen. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting you bring in the the wider world because I I try and avoid sitting down and watching the news, although I I'm sort of aware of it, but I I, I think it was some point years ago I just decided I'm not going to sit and watch the news because they they. They, they do take you for a ride. They direct you to the of areas to be worried about. And 
geez, you look at the state of the world, there's so much to be worried, worried and fearful for and everything. And, 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 and then, you know, you just feel so helpless. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it, I think, I think the worry increases my empathy. Mm-hmm. Hey, there you go. There you go. I think that's the bell I wanted to ring. And I'll just keep ringing it. Uh, you're you're dealing now with living beings that are under total your total total. You're God, and oh my goodness, right? I mean, you're you're keeping the scorecard yourself. I mean, it's scary looking after living things. You don't even sort of know who they are, what they are, what they do. So, but it's a great spot because you're caring. You're looking after them. You're trying to look after your mother and father and whatever. My garden, mother and father. It's just that that zone, right? Arch- again, archetypal zone. Well, if you're caring for things, you're looking for things. It's not wor- you know you can hyperize worry and get crazy, but if if you're if you enjoy it like in an orchestration kind of way, like that's what I'm trying to show Mary in the garden. It's orchestration. It's not like, oh, God, I got to get the weeds. You can do this, do a little of that, do a little of this, do a little of that. You feel good. You helped a bunch of stuff. You helped a bunch of stuff. And minor league, nobody's. But I keep score about that, kind of, right? If my garden looks good, I, I, I go, okay, Jimmy, you're, you're on task somewhat. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good idea to, like, do a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit over there. And there's, um, uh, you know, and then there's there's things which are outside of your control or are they outside of your control? So worry, here's another way to, that I have. To, so let's, let's go to Jimmy introduced the animal topic. So to show you that my non-worrier is still alive and well, and mm-hmm. able to observe this new version of me, which is a worrier. With the animals, I have no worries at all. We're going to be fine. We're going to do it fine. Good. We're, yeah. we're going to, I have not a worry at all. We'll do it. Mm-hmm. And we'll yeah. Do, we'll do it best we can. However, however, yeah. Elena sits on the other side of that fence. <laughs> and while I am sitting there enjoying their presence, she's studying them to look for something that's wrong. <laughs> so she, and then she worries because for example, you know, when we moved them into a new pasture, she yeah. was worried that she did it wrong, right? She was really beating herself up because we, we had some missteps on our, our getting them to cross a little, a little Creek and go into a pasture that seemed to them very frightening. And we, you know, we do what newbies do. We, we, we made mistakes. And I'm like, well, we're supposed to make mistakes. We're new. Mm -hmm. And from Elena's perspective, she worries about the mistakes we made and whether we did something wrong in some book. I don't know where you would find the Elena did things wrong book, but it must exist somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And she worries about it. It's a good thing she's doing. If you can, if she can turn the dial down, it's great looking for problems. Uh, But you're assuming that people can turn the dial down. Well, I'm assuming you can turn the dial down because no. I know you can, right? Not for her. She can't. Well, everybody can. 
everybody has he can't. Everybody. <laughs> well, well is it can't or, or won't or well that's the psychological yeah. stuff i'm trying to understand well but i mean i you know to say that somebody can't turn the volume down i mean that's what i try and say to everybody i run into don't be all jacked up talking to me because i don't want you know, if you're angry upset and all jacked i don't want to talk to you turn it down right that's mm -hmm. that's my world really and uh, so it, it works. Unfortunately, it works. It's the only way that it works because you go, okay, I see. Okay. I noticed I'm fine. I'm going to keep them around. I'm going to have them there. They're not going to run away. Yeah. Well, Fred, when, when you were talking, you have, you're like the, you know, don't worry, don't worry, everything. And, and Elaine is like, well, maybe you should have done that. Maybe you should have done that. It's almost like it's the perfect team. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. because you have to. Because it's to like the guy it, walking around with Jim wondering if he bought the right shirt. <laughs> because you have to have that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't like the, the word confidence and self belief and, and, and all those things. But there, there's. It's almost like there's, there's a side of each individual where. You know, everything's going to be okay. Don't worry. It's going to, whatever happens, happens. And there's the other side. What if this happens? What if I can't do this? It's almost like you have to somehow meld those guys. So I, I wouldn't say, um, you know, to an extent you can say, oh, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. But if, if you don't worry, you still have to notice notice things and and so elena brings that side um but yeah you you don't want to be over but you want to be yeah the alpaca is okay because then you're not suddenly surprised because you, you're like mm -hmm. oh no everything's going to be fine <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and you yeah, know but the, when, when i tell her in my own special way trying to find out how to point like hold up a mirror to point at something in a humorous way unsuccessfully often um <laughs> She was saying this morning, she sort of obsesses on flies, in my opinion. And so there were flies. She said, look, look, Cosette has flies on her face. We should, it's stressing her out. It's stressing her out, right? And I said, no, I think it's stressing you out. Yeah. And she, that was not, that was not a good thing to say. <laughs> I I I can just hear Elaine say, "Are you crazy?" No, no, just like that. What what are you saying to me? And I said, "Well, I was trying to say something to you humorously. That was not a good joke. That's not a joke." <laughs> she goes, "There's always some truth in jokes, isn't there?" And I said, "Yeah, usually." That <laughs> was good. That was good. That was good. But it was all good. It just washes out in five minutes. It's no big deal. But it's the different perspectives because when I go look at the cows or the horses, they're like their faces are full of flies, right? Mm -hmm. It's fly season. And then ours, by comparison, have like few. Mm -hmm. But for someone who worries or somebody who has a mindset that's different than mine, that's something to worry about. Like, I don't know what the worry would be, right? But it and is something that, that births a whole series of concerns that, to me, are, are you know, uh, abstract or, or some, I don't know. I just don't relate to it. 
when I was a kid in uh, in Alberta, I used to go to the farm. And in Alberta, they had mosquitoes, big time, big time, and, and flies. So here's they're worrying. They were they they showed enough concern for the animals at one point where they started making fires in the field, and then the cattle and horses go stand in the fires, and they early their earlier thinking about it was worrying they noticed a problem and rather than do something they you know rather than worry 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 they did something that's right that's and right so it didn't solve the problem entirely but it did you know it it, it fed their 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 uh looking for issues -ness. To keep, you got to keep that alive. You got to keep that looking for problem thing alive, the perception yeah. thing. The you way can't... that Elaine and I have been trying to talk about it, because the animals are worriers. I mean, these are five animals that are very worried about everything, right? They live this way. But I said to Elena that they're, that we could learn from them alertness and differentiate that from worry. Because I think being alert and being worried are, are separate for me. What about the two of you? Yeah, I'd go with alert is worry is alert gone gone a little bit not so good a little rancid a bit you know I mean but just seeing shit is I mean well, I find it when I with people that you can't tell things about you see things they do things you you say something about it they don't like it or you say something about it and they laugh or they like it and if if they laugh and they like it you can be friends easier. Because then they say the same thing to you. They can show your thing, and you laugh about. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk, I do talk a little more than some of the folks. I do. do <laughs> Jimmy, do you do you worry? Do you worry about your health? Um, well, at this point, I uh, I'm I'm at the at the most dangerous time in my whole life with our family. How it's it's running. And going and with the weather and with where we're headed with my eyesight all kinds of stuff and so i can dip down i can i can hit a, a low trough uh and uh the the art is helping you know i'm back doing some music and it's kind of like ej said one time he said uh, just do your practices and don't worry about your personal life mm -hmm. so and what does it, it feel like when you go down in that trough i'd like to know Oh, despair, just despair, you know. Like what uh, kind of thoughts make it, color it despair? Uh, well, watching collapse of dreams or actual physical reality, watching that collapse, watching it burn, watching, you know, difficulties happening in the family grouping, you know, money, you know, all kinds of things that are... Uh, what, do, uh, what does your mind say to you when you're in there? It says the same old thing over and over again. Which is? Well, all my, my scabs, right? All my issues, all the, the, you know. Everybody has things that they rub over and over and over and over again, right? And maybe you didn't. But, you know, your wife is. I do. And until I can go cleanse that and go, okay, and play music, boom, I'm out of it. Yeah, but I, I find that when I'm worried... I don't do as much art. Like I don't want yeah, to. That's right. That's right. It's it's so it's, 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 it's a, it feeds the you know does it Jasmine you you felt it right away yeah. 
yeah, yeah, it's debilitating. Uh, and just thinking of health as, as we're all getting older, you know, this is a little sore here and then I'm thinking, geez, I got to see a dentist. And then being, um, you know, there's there's to an extent, you, you, for me anyway, the the way I, I believe there's there's got to be, uh, maybe it's just part of my makeup, but there's got to be like a, or at least something comes in and says, oh, yeah, well, it could be an abscess. You could be losing all your teeth. It could be cancer. It could be a tumor. You know, it's the same as like if you haven't had a bowel movement. I know movement those for, thoughts, yeah. If, if you haven't had a bowel movement for, for a couple of days, it could be like, it could be just like a list of things that's ginormous. And, yeah, yeah. and, 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 um, and I think it, it, it's good to be aware of that, but without letting it come in and just like sap all your energy, and then you're just like, ah, what's the use of doing anything at all? Which, which I know that room very well. <laughs> it's, bad it's bad theater, you know, like if people don't want to hear your worries more than once. Yeah. <laughs> more than once. <laughs> right on. And and so, you know, like if you stay there, mental, it's baby mental illness, like yeah. the a brand new baby is born, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, oh, that's, I'm gonna, the, that's, 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 this is the baby I'm trying to talk to you guys about uh, I'll give, to be fully forthcoming. So I recently turned 60, right? And in Ooh. my father's side of the family, that's. For, for three of them, no, one was younger. One was in her 40s when she got the cancer. But wow. my dad and his, one of his older brother, when they hit 60, like they're, they went from being these sort of spry people to like cancer dead, right? <laughs> so, <clears throat> so when I turned 60, my sort of like, I'm never going to die, took a real turn. And I now am also hyper aware, alert, and maybe early versions of what Jim was talking about, early, early psychological problems about worrying about my health, the stuff I can't see, right? And so, you know, oh, for me, it was like, oh, my belt clasp, I just reduced my belt clasp by one. I must <laughs> be losing weight. Un unexplained weight loss is the sign of cancer. And then, boom, there goes my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you were a warrior. No, just not only, not till I turned 60 and then I realized <laughs> that I was going to die because I have the shill genes in me. <laughs> but I'm only going to say it once, Jim, because you're right. People only want to hear your worries one time. After that, I, so this is it. This is the only time I'm ever going to talk to you guys about this. So, you know, drink it up. Well, <laughs> that's okay the other worries are okay you know i can take more than one well well it, it's also the, the, yeah when you start when you start talking about health and financial and everything it's all like we're all gonna die anyway but it's not a good time this is not a good time <laughs> It's, yeah, it's it's sort of like 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 a, a a little truth thing, right? It's right at the back, and it's just like, 
oh, is this it? Is this is this the, is this what's gonna happen? It's, and and for me, what I what I try and distinguish is, um, don't be a warrior, be a warrior. Oh. Because a warrior, <laughs> because a warrior is taking steps, taking actions, and, and there's the whole thing about you want to die on the battlefield, not in your bed, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah, do yeah. something. Do something. Of course. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. That's right. One of the just a quick one. One of the signs I think was where it is almost mental illness is when people don't want to let go of their worry. They don't want you to fix the worry. You say, uh, "Here's how you fix it." You just turn the dial down, or you 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 go and uh, for a run, you know, or whatever. No, no. That's no. what I meant by can't. What you just it's defined. Like when it starts to become your own little thing, right? your own little. That's who I am. You know well, here. here very good, Jim. Here's what I, when I've been studying this <laughs> in my new environment, is that the, 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 this is how I understand it. I don't know if it's right, but this is how I understand what you said, that if I don't worry, then something bad is going to happen. That's how it feels to me when I in, in talk to people, especially my wife, but people who are worriers, and including myself, studying myself, is if I don't worry, then the bad thing will happen. Like the worry is somehow a protective bubble <laughs> of, of like anti-bad things. But if I don't worry enough, then the bad things are going to happen. And then I'll blame myself for not worrying enough. Well, that's, that's what I see. I don't know if it's really the truth, but that's how I'm defining it right now. Well, I, I, I'm seeing worry as like, do something about it. If you can do something about it then do it and if you if you can't do anything about it why worry and talk to people that want to solve puzzles like like solving puzzles because they like to look at how you can do something oh we could do that you could do this you know oh yeah you can do all oh, you do that and do this and there's low level low level playful ideas and it doesn't you know it's those are the people i go to because they, they take it as something to solve, not an enemy. Yeah, right? that's right. That, and that's why that's the it. puzzles, that's, that's why we're, we're doing art and music and playing video games because we're, we're learning, you know, okay, put that block over there, uh, put this block, turn it around, or, uh, you know, it's shade over here, shade light, or, you know, whatever, use this color, use that color. And we're just seeing that, that tapestry of um, options. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and with creativity, it builds a lot of options. Yeah. I had something to say, but I don't remember. <laughs> so, oh, oh, yeah. I'll t so when we were in the throes of our financial issues... Uh, and Elena was, you know, handling it in a way that made me worried, nervous. I, I refrained, um, not that this is healthier and all, but the way that I approached the moment, which was maybe three months of this intensity, 
by not allowing myself to indulge in anything good or nice, I devoted all energy. Like if you imagine like Star Trek when they, or, or one of the many iterations of Star Trek where they had to take all energy from the ship and devote it to the shields. So mm. all systems energies <laughs> were devoted to the shields, right? The worry shield. And so during that time, that's sort of how I lived, right? right. You know, so all, all mental, emotional energy were devoted to solving the problem, Jim, 100%, but also balancing these, these elements that I, I didn't understand at all and also knew that there was maybe some things at stake that took me a long time to realize. Like, well, it's just money. You know, that was me. And on another side of the fence with my, with my wife, it was something far more than that, right? But I also learned from her in that, that situation that, uh, um, that it was about control. And the, the lack of control or the confrontation with the idea that I can't control this is from what I saw too, again, another aspect of worry that it used for me, what I've seen in my, my little, my little world here is that yeah. worry comes out of things that one can't control. And while you can say, yeah, you know, if you can do something about it, great. And if you can't just let it go, if you say that to somebody who's worried, like really deeply worried, they're going to punch you in the face. Right. Do you think was, uh, her worries about money were valid? Yeah. On the surface, no, but I had to investigate it. Um, they weren't valid in my world. They were, they were, they were uh, hyped up, and but I realized that well, it was, that I was tied to many other things. Money was just like the superficial thing you could touch. There was there were so many deep strands tied to this idea or this thing called the money in the bank, mm -hmm. and that were one would be security mm -hmm. the the deep need for security that everything's good yeah. you know that that i'm financially secure right yeah. that and for her it was expressed like i don't want to be poor i'm like elena go go look at the bank account mm -hmm. how is how how can one say i don't want to be poor and look at look in can you at least look at the numbers mm -hmm. but those things weren't possible in those moments that was those doors were closed Mm -hmm. but it was so for me it was like this this recognition and the same thing for me when i said oh, oh i'm 60 my my dad got cancer whatever my the men in the show family die at 60 um that i realized i didn't have any control over that that was going to happen or not that is going to happen or not that you know so i'm wondering if it's if there's a relationship at least from my experiences this last two and a half years two years mm -hmm. it's somehow tied to control no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I was when you started talking about the financial situation, I I remembered when I went through my my crash back in the mid nineties, and uh, we were you know basically losing the house and stuff, and it was like just very debilitating. You don't want to. You just want to curl up into a ball, into the fetal position, and just just. And then I thought, hey, how about if I crash my car and die? At least my family will get some money. And you, you start uh, going down those routes, 
Yeah. And uh, and I mean, I was very lucky. I, I didn't go down that route, or maybe I did, and this is all just an hallucination. <laughs> but yeah, I was. I I could easily have just just slid slid down that way. I thought of all sorts of things. Hey, maybe I could smuggle some drugs and make some big money. I remember a friend, Menlo, actually was telling me, yeah, but you know what? Um, when your kids are going to school, they're going to have this this thing that your dad's in jail, right? And, and so anyway, you know, I, I had some help along the way not to go down that route, which I'm very grateful for. So, And, and it's almost like when you can't see any options. And in this village, in this village, I don't know about the other villages, but in this village, it's not uncommon for old men to, to or, or middle-aged men to commit suicide. Oh. And so the way they, I've heard it said here, is that mm -hmm. the wind, they say the wind talked to them. They started oh. listening to the wind. When, when you can't see any options, that, that, that's it. Whereas if, if you know, there's always do this, do this, try this. Keep, as our buddy Jim says, keep moving. 